everybody. My name is Joe Armstrong. If you go back in time to March of 2011, that would be March 30th to be exact, I had a wonderful, wonderful band on the show. They are called Leftover Cuties, Los Angeles-based band largely based on the West Side. They play such a delightful music. At the time, I think I referred to it as Edith PF-inspired pop music, but it's more diverse than that, and it's very, very cool. I've got all four members back in the studio today. Thank you guys for coming back. It's so nice to see you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. It's wonderful. All at once, like a chorus. So just so we make sure it's, it's pretty much the same folks as before. Shirley McCallan singing yeah. and playing ukulele, Austin Nicholson playing bass, Howdy. Uh, Mike Bulger playing keyboards and various... What else do you play? Brass instruments. Brass instruments. Brass instruments and accordion. And then Stuart Johnson playing very creative drums. Interesting drums. You play cool, cool, like, I don't know, cool stuff. It seems like only yesterday, in a way. It's been over five years since you were on, but like, you guys have had albums. You guys, like, just give me, like, the quick, like, rundown of what you've been through since since you were last on the show. Well, we've done many, many shows. We released uh, a second full-length album and a couple of EPs. One of them is a Christmas EP and one of them is a cover EP. And they can, everybody can pick this stuff up at leftovercuties.com. Absolutely, yeah. And then the funny thing, I was thinking about this this morning, like, like what kind of questions I can ask you to check in, but like you guys are leftover cuties, not the leftover cuties. That's is that right. correct? Mm-hmm. It's like Pink Floyd back in the day when yeah. they started off were called the Pink Floyd because that was like <laughs> all the rage for the bands always had to have an article in front of them. But yeah. it's very important that you are leftover cuties. So shows, People like to add the the yeah. So do you do like to add the? No, no. People like to do well, it for like some reason. Them. Yeah. So lots of shows, lots of you know, lots of albums. You guys got some new material, uh, but it's not quite ready yet. It's still kind of in the cooker in the oven. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna have you play a live song in just a couple of minutes here. But surely you had some health stuff yeah. since we lied, like some fairly serious stuff. It's on the website, so this is nothing that anybody can't just read. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, I've I've had to have a couple of brain surgeries. I had a tumor and it was removed, and uh, and then I had some complications. But uh, it's been over two years now, and I feel one hundred percent myself again, which is amazing because I never thought that would happen. Yeah, I mean, how fortunate and how well, how unfortunate and fortunate that it, yeah. there's kind of a happy ending. Because I mean, honestly, if I if you if I hadn't heard or nobody had told me, you look exactly the same. You're the oh. same exact happy person you were before. Thank you. Thank so you. I can't. I don't notice. An, an I'm absolute very blessed. Thing. Very very grateful. Now, did this? I mean, obviously, the band had to go on a hiatus. At, during that period, yeah. but it wasn't mm-hmm. very long, I don't think. Um, well, I tried to get back as soon as I could, even though I it was it was tough. It was tough for a long time. I didn't feel quite like myself. Yeah, for about I can it. imagine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it definitely it was definitely a setback for everyone. The guys yeah. can probably tell you about it. Yeah. But, um, How long was the break? Anybody? Anyone else? It was more than a half year, less than a year, roughly. Okay. Considering there were brain surgeries involved, no I, that is remarkable to me that that break is as short as it was. It's ridiculous. Uh, I think Shirley just felt like almost obligated to to be there for the fans and for the public. So, well, to be what you are, yeah, you know, you're a performer, you're a songwriter, like doing that kind of thing. To me, that would be normalcy. When you have tragedy in life, like holding on to normalcy seems to be something that like really gets people through those kinds of things. Like do the things you normally do. Do the things you love to do. Yeah. Like, did it change your perspective on music or life in any way? For a while, after you go through something like that, you have the best perspective over everything. You sort of like you you don't get upset over stupid things, right. and and you you sort of like you're grateful for every day that you have, every day that you feel okay, every day that you're alive. You know. Right. And it's uh, and I still I still feel that, but it's you know I wrote a song about actually getting back to old habits because after a while once your subconscious is convinced that you're okay you know you go back to default in a sense right and you have to constantly remind yourself of what you went through and how you saw things there then and how that felt like the right thing to be 
thinking and looking right. into the world through, you know? Another way to look at it is how much do you want to have your tragedy inform your life on a daily basis, right? It doesn't have to be like this giant thing that's there at all times. If you're back to normal and you're feeling normal and you're back to your regimen of performing and doing whatever else is you do, you know, it doesn't have to be there all the time. It's kind of there and then hopefully it fades. That's the funny yeah. thing about human memory. Like we tend to forget the bad stuff. Relationships are funny that way. Someone you, you wanted to strangle your boyfriend or girlfriend, and then a few years later, it's like, ah, he's kind of let it go. Exactly, yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm, again, I'm so happy to see that you, you're doing great. Thank and you I'm so happy much. To, you're Appreciate welcome it. so much. I'm happy <laughs> that you guys are performing. It's lovely. Anytime anyone gets a chance to see Leftover Cuties, I highly recommend you do so. I've got a very, very, what would I say, full concert schedule. You can see them all over Southern California, and we'll talk a little bit more about the dates across the country later. But first, you guys have got all this dragged all these instruments into the World HQ of Independence Day here. What uh, what song have you got queued up for us here? I think it's Happy Song? Yeah. Tell us just a wee bit about it, and let's hear it. It's just a little pick-me-up song. It's, it's actually a song about writing a pick-me-up song. Ah. So, like, you always have a song handy to make you feel better. Yeah, and it's the know? snake eating its tail in a songwriting sense. Yeah, and it's it's I think it's the second song we've ever had as a band. So it has a special meaning and I also feel like we probably played it in 2011 at your show. Oh, so interesting. It would be interesting to see if we gotten better or worse, you That know? would be episode <laughs> if anybody uh, anyone keeping score at home if they want to go back and listen that's episode 5 with 5 5 like think about how long ago that was. I'm we're like 100 and approaching 170 shows I think. All right, so this is Leftover Cuties the song is Happy Song on Independence Day's Fast Forward. Say 
until I'm out My name is Joe Armstrong. You are listening to an Independence Day Fast Forward. Thank you ever so much for doing so. This week's guest on the Fast Forward show is Leftover Cuties. They were on the show all the way back in March of 2011. That was episode five, as in single digits. Wow. Man, thank you guys so much for coming back. It's such a delight. It's always a delight to see you guys. Aside from the fact that you're, that you're talented musicians, you're like kind people. You know, like you never you. know when we open the door for one of these episodes. You never know who's going to be standing there. You know, they're going to. Well, you are a kind person too. Otherwise, we wouldn't be back. Oh, no, so. that's fine. Well, it's a mutual admiration <laughs> society. I think is what they call that. So, let's see here. We'll talk about one other thing. Like, you guys have got some longevity now because you guys had been together for a while even then. Like, how? What do you think the secret is to keeping a band together? Because it's hard. I don't know. You tell us. <laughs> I don't know. I can't seem to do it myself. I've been through like a dozen bands and ten girls since I last saw you guys. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think so. Am I? I, didn't I think the music is, you know, when and everybody feels like what is, you know, when everybody believes in what we're doing and enjoys it and sees the reactions. That's definitely the main thing that keeps us going. And of course, loving each other and caring for each other and um, help me out. Yeah, anybody. Yes. I was, yeah. There's four people in this band. I was going to say high-octane pillow fights have really <laughs> okay. kept us together as a band. Okay. Yeah, high-octane pillow but fights. Hearing you talk, and I say this all the time, like yeah. being in a band is like being married to three people at once. Exactly. Because yeah. when you're in a marriage and you're in a committed relationship, you know, you it is like you said, it's the ups and the downs and the good and the bad. And it's like for better or for worse. Yeah. You know, because sometimes people are going to be sick. Sometimes people are going to want to come play this particular show. Somebody's dog died or God forbid anything. Who knows what's going to happen? But you still make, you know, you're committed to that, that, that ideal, that music and that creativity. And I think that's, that's a big part of that. And then the yeah. other key, I think, is you take, don't take yourself seriously, but take your work seriously. At least that's the advice I try to live by when I do these kinds of things. Yeah. So uh, you've got a pretty big concert schedule coming up. Like, as always, it seems like you're pretty busy. Uh, tonight, you're down at, the, let's see, Aquarium of the Pacific in Long Beach. Gosh, just next week, you're at the Skirball Center. You're at the Edison, which seems to be kind of a home away from home for you guys. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco, Paso Robles, you're up and down the coast. Eagle Rock Music Festival, which is right here at the uh, Independence Day World Headquarters, right down the street from that and uh man you guys like to keep the schedule full yeah yeah even though uh you know we we will need to find some time to record our next album yeah. soon here so we'll probably stop at some point for a little bit to focus on recording but yeah we've been playing a lot and very much looking forward to that and hearing underneath us you're hearing their brand new single which is called if you want the rainbow and such a lovely video you guys made for that like Thanks. who came up with the concept for that that was very very creative the director yeah yeah uh, got a good director then good job and good friends that know how to dance and act <laughs> yeah it was very cute yeah. and that's the thing that makes a thing like that universal is it's something that everyone can relate to like everyone's been in that situation on both exactly. sides exactly it's like you're eavesdropping on someone else's relationship so check that out at leftovercuties.com i can't thank you guys enough mike Shirley, Austin, Stewart, thank you so very much for being on the show. I appreciate it. I wish you the best of luck in everything that you do. And everybody out there in the world, go see Leftover Cuties. It's well, well worth your while. Thank you so much, Joe. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening to Independence Day Fast Forward. Go see Leftover Cuties. You want the rainbow. You gotta have the 